Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lacrosse and Sport, the show for the fastest game on two feet. Brought to you by Vieira Lacrosse and Sport, Central Florida's premier center for the finest lacrosse equipment, apparel, and training. Now, here are your hosts, Roger Welton and Steve Jordan. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Lacrosse and Sport. To all you lax lovers out there, thank you so much for joining us for our inaugural episode. We're very excited, Steve and I, and um, thank thank goodness for modern technology because Steve actually is patched in from California. He's an L.A. based, and I'm out here in Florida, and yet we can co-host. Good evening, Steve. How are you? I'm great, Raj. Hey, lax players. Um, so a little background uh, for Steve and I. Uh, we have been best friends since about the age of five, right, Steve, about kindergarten? Yeah, I, saw, I think somewhere around there. I think our parents introduced us uh, around the age of five or six. Five or six, yeah. We, like, live... I think I don't, I don't, I don't think you liked me either. I didn't like you at first. That's true. But uh, we, quit, we quickly got <laughs> over that because you used to come over and make a mess in my house and then leave, and then my mom would yell at me for the mess, and you never helped me clean it up. But that's okay, though. We, we got over that and have been really close friends ever since. We, you know, basically use the term brother from another mother quite a bit, finish each other's sentences to this day. Uh, me, 40 years old. Steve, almost 40 years old. Yes, I did just say that on the air, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm actually looking forward to it. Another month, and I feel that, you know, with the age comes wisdom. I, I, I love it, and also, you're still very fit. Obviously, you're a celebrity trainer to the stars. Steve is a celebrity trainer, and that's been his life's passion since he left University of Maryland all those years ago. Uh reason we, we put this show together is a couple of things. Steve and I have this longstanding friendship, and again, you know, like a brother to me, and it, it's very much founded on lacrosse. Would you agree with that, Steve? Uh, yeah, you know, absolutely, Raj. I think, uh, you know, we had a foundation there, you know, before, but I think the game of lacrosse definitely brought us closer in a lot of ways. There was a lot more uh, more bonding and some another way in which we could connect. Absolutely. In fact, what was it that our coach used to say, our high school coach? I believe he used to say we used to share the same brain, and he was <laughs> hoping that he wanted to know which one had it on that on that particular day of the game. So right. he was hoping we both we, we he was hoping that we both had at least half of a brain so that we'd make <laughs> one complete brain. <laughs> and when we had that when we had those days, they uh, we definitely shined. Uh, I think I led you for uh, most of I assisted you in most of your goals. If I'm not uh, mistaken, that, is that, that right? That's true. I want to say it was a long time ago. I had the Montclair State years in between that kind of fogged my brain a little bit, but I want to say I had 26 or 28 goals that year, and I think you fed me for about 19 or 20 of them, which that's just amazing. So Steve was an attackman and a midi. I played full-time midi. So, you know, the, the, the attackman in large part is back there to create plays and, and, and make things happen off the ball, and I was there to finish lots of times. Not that he, you didn't score many goals in your own right, but it's true, there was that foundation of lacrosse that just gave us another layer of something to connect to. And one of the things I, I wanted to bring up was, do you, do you remember when we were around, six, I guess, sixth grade, we had to choose? Because we, we were all multi-sport athletes. 
you know, we were raised in baseball. It's a national pastime, but, you know, there's this lacrosse going on. Lacrosse started in our town of Clark, New Jersey, in actually 1969. So it was, still, it was already a very much big part of the culture. We had to choose. So I know what my reasons were for making the clear choice, and I did love baseball, and I was quite good at it. If I recall, you were a switch hitter which is a very special trade in baseball, and you were very good at baseball, but you switched to lacrosse too. What, what's your re, what, what made lacrosse stand out for you that, that you went to lacrosse? You know, I think I wanted to uh, just annoy my dad. Yeah, in all too seriousness, my dad, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't a very good baseball player and uh, was able to switch in and played a lot of the positions in the field. And I think even pitched a uh, shutout game. I still have that baseball at home in my parents' house in New Jersey. Um, but I remember when I got to about sixth grade, and and you guys were in uh, seventh grade. I was always I was always the young one of the group. Uh, I think my athleticism helped me to you know fit in with the older guys. And I was uh, faced with the the choice of going to play in uh, Babe Ruth and then play in, you know, the junior high school or play lacrosse. And you guys, many of you had already started playing the game of lacrosse and, you know, watching from the outside in, you know, I think I picked up the stick once in a while. I remember um, your brother, older brother, having a stick and, you know, I used to pick it up in your room and we used to mess around with that. But I think that it was, you know, a culmination of a lot of things. You know, it was being different. You know, I was always, as you recall, and anybody who knows me, you know, to this day, I think I have a knack for being different and standing out, you know, and still uh, this was one way. Yeah. <laughs> and this was one way of doing that. And, uh, you know, I think at that time too, my hormones started kicking in and gosh, man, I remember seeing all those pretty girls on the sideline there and I didn't see any of them sitting on the baseball diamond watching baseball. So I wanted to jump in on that one and, you know, yeah. score on, on a couple of different levels. So. Yeah, absolutely. It's true. And to, to all you kids out there, you know, obviously it's not our primary, primary objective, but, you know, for those of you hitting those years, it is true. The pretty girls tend to gravitate towards lacrosse players. It's just the yeah. way of and things. And, it is, you know, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not just on the guy's side. Girls, uh, lacrosse is also, you know, a sport where it's different and unique. And I good. know that there's a lot of, a lot of attractive girls playing lacrosse, you know, for their, for their own right. And, yep, yeah. very fit. It's, again, fast game on two feet. If you're running around that much, uh, calories in, calories out. So Yeah. In fact, if you remember our camp, we just did a, a, a camp for, you know, they're like middle-aged kids, middle school-aged kids and high school kids, and there was one day where it was somewhat co-ed, where there was the advanced boys and, and the girls camp, and you saw the camaraderie between them, right? You saw – you know, not not only were they just out there loving the game and having a blast, but you could see there was a connection, even though they're different gender, genders. Did you notice that? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and, and looking back now, you know, 20 plus years, it still holds true. You know, when you have, you know, co-ed, whatever it is, it could be in the work field, it could be in, you know, on the, on the sporting field, it could be in school. There's just more of, um, there's more more reason to want to to have a you know an engagement you know more reason to want to do whatever it is you know we're sure. i think bred to impress the other sex you know or your <laughs> sex of or your sex of preference um right. you know yeah. whatever that is so right. you know i yeah. think you have to throw that in there i understand 
Yeah. So I think Raj, you know, I think that <laughs> that brings up a good point. You know, um, yeah. let's tell the listeners why and how we are here. I, you know, I think we forgot to let them know what you know what we're up to, and we just talked about alluded to the camps there. Give them a yeah. little insight as to why we're on this podcast and we're beginning to you know create a global uh, campaign for the game of lacrosse. That, yeah, that, that's a very good point. You know, the, the whole reason we're doing this podcast, I, we didn't really touch on it yet. We're so excited about lacrosse and, and, and having gravitated back into it in our lives. And, and it, again, being the foundation to our connection. But it, that's a very good point. So so we basically my my history was I left high school. I ended up playing for Montclair State University. And I, I was a four-year starter there and ended up two-year all-conference and two-year team Monkey captain. Monkey State, right? Monkey State Monkey, is what Monkey we called State. it, yeah. And our 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 arch rival was Kane University. They called it the New Jersey War, if you recall. A lot of yeah. fun, yeah. And, so and Monkey actually, State, yeah. Not to take you away from your story, real quick, but why do they call it Monkey State? I don't know. I I really don't know. It's just what we called it, especially the athletes. I, mean, just, I have no idea. It just it just fit Montclair State, Monkey State, whatever the case. Athletes it worked. I always, enjoyed it. Yeah. Athletes always seem to have reasons and, and made-up names. I, I wonder if yeah. athleticism and being an athlete also stems from being creative or vice versa. I think there's a certain goofballness to us, you know, <laughs> that's, kind of, that's kind of innate. You remember the, the bus rides and all the idiocy that went on on there. But, you know, that's part of the fun of it, you know, just being, being, being a little goofy. But I think, yeah, that, that tradition was, was inherited by the time I got there. And every week we just would, you know, we'd go out and say, you know, so, so like, you remember when we used to chant, you know, Crusaders on three, Crusaders on three, one, two, three, Crusaders. Well, we would, we would chant Monkey State on three. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's just what we did. <laughs> but uh, so a successful career there. And then, of course, I went on to veterinary school and, you know, moved to Florida, became a veterinarian, opened a practice, got married, and the rest is history. And then, of course... You know, you went off and 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 did your, uh, your basically rose to stardom as a, as a celebrity trainer. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, uh, gosh, you know, I've uh, always been an athlete growing up, uh, playing football uh, and lacrosse, captain of my of my football and lacrosse team, and you right. know, being always active and engaging. Uh, I was all state lacrosse player, all conference football player, and you know, the game of lacrosse was something that I wanted to play in college. But I always wanted to do and go to the best. You know, I had uh, some scholarships at some schools, including West Point yeah. and Bucknell and Hofstra and, right. uh, and UMBC, University of Maryland. Yeah, UMBC as well and yeah. Delaware. Um, and, you know, University of Maryland was always this school that was uh, in, my, in, my, in my kind of growing up. And the reason being is because my parents owned a beach house in Ocean City, Maryland. And uh, you remember that, you know, going oh, down I there in the lobby. Yeah, I remember my friend Joey. All these, you know, people there used to go to the University of Maryland, or there was just so much, so much, um, uh, so much, you know, compassion towards you know the state and and the state school of the University of Maryland. And, and Maryland lacrosse is always the best. They're like in the top four, yeah. you know, in, in counting. So awesome. um, I ended up going awesome to the University of Maryland. Yeah, I, I didn't get a scholarship. I actually had a letter of intent uh, from. Uh, Dick Adele, who was the coach at the time, uh, I still have that letter, and said that he'd give me a great look uh, if I walked on. And uh, I went to school there, and I ended up getting sidetracked with uh, some other things, including fraternities and girls and uh, booze and having a blast. And lacrosse, yeah. I remember all my friends, my frat brothers used to say, Steve, aren't you going to be playing lacrosse 
And I was like, yeah, 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 and you know, never got around to it. But I did play club, which was very competitive there, and it was a lot of fun. And yeah, I have no sure. regrets, um, you know, but some no, of the players, and, um, that was kind of the cross became that I you know, for the past 20-plus years. Yeah. So. And it's come full circle now, though. Uh, wait, but let's hold that thought for a second. We got a caller on the line. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here, buddy. I'm here. We got a caller on the line. Let's see if we can patch him in here. There we go. You're on the air. Three two one six three four number. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, bro. I can hear you. Oh my goodness. Good lord. If it's That's not right. our store That's... manager, Tommy Jones. You know it's you know it's the store manager. You know it's the store manager. And I hear Steve Jordan. And if you if for our, everybody listening, you cannot call Steve Jordan just Steve. If you've never seen this guy, he's like a real-life Ken doll. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I never thought I'd meet anybody like this. His hair, when he wakes up, it's in the same position as it was when he went to sleep. I don't care if it's raining. I don't care if he just put a lacrosse helmet on. It looks the same. The dude, I, it, it's impossible to be perfect, but Steve Jordan is probably 99 Point nine nine percent there. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Uh, you're, you're you're too kind, Tom. You're too kind. But I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm absorbing it. I'm taking it in. Uh, As you can all hear, uh, Tommy Jones is the personality of our store. He's the heart and soul, and he's a character. We love him. Thanks for calling in, Tommy. Wait, uh, yeah, God, Steve. Yeah, you brought, Tommy. You couldn't have come at a better time. We were just telling uh, a little bit of background on Roger and I and uh, why we're here, and we uh, were just about to get into the story of uh, the store, you know, Vieira Lacrosse and Sport, and um, how this has all come about. So, you know, I think uh, it was perfect timing for you to be here. We wouldn't uh, we wouldn't feel it would be complete without you. Absolutely. No, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it's, so, it's so real, definitely an awesome opportunity. Real quick, Tommy. So, so let's get a little background on Tommy. Now, so you got Steve's background and my background. So, Tommy Jones was was quite the football and wrestling star, actually, right here in uh, Rockledge, Florida, which is a town just north of Vieira, where our store is. Lacrosse was not here, unfortunately, uh, at that time. And so, Tommy, just take us through what made you become a, a man in his mid thirties obsessed with lacrosse, and, and now a part owner of a store. <laughs> let's let's, let's <laughs> do that for a second. Well, uh, you know, before I came down to Florida, I was um, living in Connecticut. Uh, my parents were in the, in the military. We had lacrosse in Connecticut where I was. Okay. Uh, I was going to start playing lacrosse, you know, that following uh, spring. Um, my other cousins were playing football. I wanted to play lacrosse. And uh, we had to move due to my parents being military. So we come to Florida. I'm thinking, okay, Florida, they probably have every sport. I get here, and the only thing they play in Florida is football and baseball. Uh, yeah. You know, you, you say lacrosse to them down here when I first got here, and it was, you know, you were definitely speaking another language. So, yeah. got into football, did real good at football, decided to give wrestling a try, loved wrestling, stuck with wrestling. I still always was, you know, amazed by that sport of lacrosse, you know, just the things that you see these guys do and the athleticism and everything that they, you know, that they're able to do, running all day, still hitting, you know, taking these checks and stuff that these guys do and, you know, you guys do. And, uh, you know, being gone for a while, I moved back after being in the military saw that Roger put these signs. I didn't know Roger at the time, but saw these signs for lacrosse, and it just, um, you know, it clicked. I have three boys, and I wanted my boys to do something besides, you know, run around, putting their head down, running into other people, getting hurt, uh, these nine-year-olds taking injuries and stuff in this sport of football that uh, it's a great sport, but 
uh, I think that the fun is being taken away from that sport, and I want them to be in a sport that is that is fun, that they can still show their talents. You can still be a superstar, but at the same time, you still need your team. Uh, you're not stuck in one position. You get a chance to play everything, and the, the coaches, you know, can talk to you and, uh, you know, give you that skill that you need. So I put my boys in lacrosse, and, you know, as soon as I see them play, and uh, I don't know if Roger remembers the first person I talked to about lacrosse was Roger. And as soon as I talked to him, I knew this was, I knew this was the sport that we needed to be in. So, uh, you know. I remember I it like yesterday, Roger. Tom. You, you came to our booth at the expo. <laughs> yeah, I came to the booth. I, yeah. I was the only black guy out there. It was kind of weird. Only black guy <laughs> ditched in lacrosse. You know, and luckily yeah. I had my, my, my wife was there and my kids were there and they, they seen it. And the oldest son, Travis, wanted to play. My middle son, you know, of course at the time they were younger. So sometimes Tyler would just fall out on the field crying. But now, you know, after two seasons being out, Tyler's back, and he loves the sport. He's pretty awesome at it. Travis loves the sport. Yeah. And, yeah. and, of course, my youngest is, uh, you know, he loves the sport. You know, they don't put the sticks down. This is one of those sports where a kid picks up a stick, no matter what other sport they've played, and they love the sport. They yeah. always come back to it. Uh, I've never met a kid that has come into the store and said, hey, I want to try lacrosse, and you can see it on the parents' faces. Oh, I don't know if I want to get into the sport. I don't know if he's going to like it. I've never met a kid who had to stuck with it. And right. you're you're talking about kids who did not want to play sports to kids who have, you know, fallen in love with the sport. Um, yeah. I think it's just one of those sports, and I think that Florida has the pull of talent. Once we get guys like, like Steve Jordan and, and, and Roger Welton, you know, out here teaching these kids the sport, and uh, I think it's something that's going to stick and grow, and I honestly think it's going to, you know, take over, you know, the place, you know, that football has in Florida right now. Yeah, so to- so Tommy, you're teaching it too. You're you're part of the youth club, coaching alongside uh, with with you know all of us out there, fully engaged in the community and loving life, right? And that's kind of yeah. how we started talking about. Okay, well, you know th- this this area really needs a lacrosse store. There's nothing around. There's dicks in their sports authority. Their selection's terrible. They have like half an aisle. You know, I think yeah. the time is right. Absolutely. It's about to explode. Remember, remember we're having these discussions. And I thought, you know what? I got the perfect partner in mind. Let's call Steve Jordan. Remember that call, Steve? Exactly. I, I, I remember. Oh, go ahead, Steve. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I remember it vividly. You know, I remember when you uh, presented it to me, and this was as you know, I'm, I'm shy of just eight months ago, and we've yeah. been open now for about six. And you know, I didn't even have to like. I think I don't even think you finished your sentence, and I was like, <laughs> done. I'm in. <laughs> it was not even a question. I mean, I've been presented right. with many investment opportunities over the past, you know, decade or so. And this was one where literally before you finish your sentence, I was like, yes, I'm in, let me know what I got to do. You know, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It's been, it's been a, a ride since it feels like we've been doing it forever, but it's only been six months and uh, it's only just the beginning. Mr. Jones, what do you say? I, I think it's the beginning. I think it's the beginning of uh you know, a, a awesome journey. Um, yeah. You know, everybody's happy in there. The the parents come in there happy. The kids stay in there. I mean, you guys seen it during the summertime. You couldn't get uh, the kids to leave. You know, they just wanted to stay in the store. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's it's an addicting sport. And I tell you what, I'd rather have those kids in the store, you know, enjoying their time instead of being out on the street doing something else. So the kids are always welcome. Stupid. The parents are always welcome. Um, and yeah. you know, I just love being in that store. I love running it. It's awesome. Yeah, you yeah, know, that's, that's a great, great point you make there, Tommy, about, you know, keeping the kids off the street. And the game of lacrosse, you know, is 
today, you know, there's so much uh, violence out there and all this crazy stuff that's going on. I mean, look at, you know, North Korea and this, this movie thing. And it, I mean, it, it, it boggles my mind, you know, how the world has changed and, you know, how the kids' freedom isn't there like we had, you know, just getting out and going and walking anywhere we wanted to with our sticks. But there's something to be said about the game of lacrosse when you, I think about it, you know, you can go out and, you know, play anywhere. You know, there's so many opportunities. There's rebounders. There's goals that you could have at home. And, you know, Balls, your buddies, you know, can beach. come over. Yeah, a wall, a beach. Your buddies can come over and you can play. And you don't need anybody else but one other person or even yourself if you have these other, you know, a wall or a, a rebounder. So it's a game that you can play by yourself or with few and get great at it. I remember when I had, uh, you know, I would played and, you know, the funny thing is, is I, I, as much as I played from sixth grade until 12th grade, I didn't play that much. Um, you know, I had a couple of injuries, um, and I ended up, uh, I remember my sophomore year was a year that I was going to, you know, really step out, but I got injured. And then my junior year was your senior year, which was going to be, you know, a, a, it was, a, it was a, a winning season. We were destined for championships. And yeah. I remember the coach, Manair, saying, all right, Jordan, let's see what you got. I remember, you know, you, you've got a great stick. Let's see what you got on the field. And I remember getting out on the field, and I went one-on-one behind the cage with Brian Paris, and he tore me a new butthole, you know. <laughs> My stick, I think, was on the ground. Yeah, you didn't just strip the ball. Great, you the whole stick. Yeah, I, I had, great, had great field sense, and I had great uh, – I, I, I did had great stick skills, but I didn't have great – Yeah, and 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 I never came, and it's just you know the rest is history. Yeah, no, that definitely. Hey, Tommy, you know, sorry, God, I think we got a delay. It's a game you can play behind it. You can. It's a game behind the scenes and excel. You know, uh, with some practice. Looks like we lost. Looks like we lost Tommy Jones there. Got a dropped call. You still with me, Steve? Yeah, I'm here, brother. Okay. Yeah, I I, I think he called in on his cell phone, so we lost Tommy there. But uh, Tommy, if you're still listening, thank you so much for calling in. That was a pleasure. He really is the heart and soul of the store. Such a personality, and man, can he string a stick? <laughs> yeah, he does. He's got my. Uh, I call it my uh, my light stick. Uh, oh, it's awesome. You know, it's. It's awesome. So he does a great job. You know, if you're in the Vieira, um, Melbourne area or nearby that Florida district, definitely go in and visit Tommy and check out what we've got. It's uh, it's unique. I'm really proud of what we've created. Definitely. So so um, I really want to thank everybody for our inaugural episode. I just want to leave it with this. You know, Steve, again, the game, we, we played many sports in our lives, but the game on lacrosse just sticks – Sticks dear to our hearts, and here, you know, we started off in lacrosse. We've come full circle in our various careers and our lives. Here we are in middle age. We're back in lacrosse. We're feeling the passion. We're feeling the love. What is it about lacrosse that sets it apart from other sports? You know, Raj, I, it's uh, so hard to put in words. You know, I think um, there's something spiritual about it. Uh, you know, it, it's almost no coincidence that the Native Americans, the Iroquois Indians, uh, you know, started this amazing sport in North America here. And uh, as we all know, they're very spiritual individuals with many different types of 
um, uh, traditions. And yeah. we have, you know, the tradition, once you start playing the game of lacrosse and you pick up a stick and you play in your first game or first practice, you're addicted. And it's, uh, I don't ever think it leaves your blood. It's a, it's an, it's a, awesome experience on many levels and now being on the other side of it as a business owner entrepreneur coach leader uh, mentor in this you know sport uh, i'm so grateful well you're going to be a player too we're going to get you in the brevard men's league i'm still playing and you're you're going to come out here and play i know you're in california but you're going to come out here and play we need to reconnect on the field as well i miss those days but when you brought up the native americans you know you give me i get i actually got chills because it's it's so on point it's so on point about the Native Americans. They called it the creator's game. Lacrosse is truly America's first sport. They used it as an alternative to war. They found it sacred. Warriors were buried with their sticks when they died. Mm. What did that tell you? Yeah. It, it's profound. It's moving. And I feel so grateful that I was blessed with the opportunity to play that. I grew up in a town that had lacrosse because even some towns around us back then now, every town has it, of course, in New Jersey, but there were some towns that didn't have it, and, and it set us apart. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we were just one of three in our county. Uh, yeah. Summit and Westfield were the other other two. And so, St. Joe's. Uh, St. Joe's was touching. Uh, yeah. yeah. That yeah. was private school, though. So. Right, right. But, uh, right. you know, I think, um, you know, once you play the game of lacrosse, you live it, you love it, and that's uh, that's all she wrote. So yeah. get out there and play, practice, and um, keep spreading the good vibes. Tune in. Give us a call. We are going to be probably doing an episode every week or two. We're very excited to come out and reach out to you. Please give us a call and tell us about your experiences in lacrosse. Thank you very much for tuning in. Tommy Jones, if you're still listening out there, my brother, thank you very much for calling in tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, have yourselves a wonderful evening. Good night. <laughs>